Hey everybody, it's Eddie Aragon. Glad to be back uh, here in the saddle, here in the Kiva. As you heard, all the great promos and everything that's going on uh, here in the Kiva. Pretty exciting. We got our live 161 out of 168 hours uh, a week, which is absolutely incredible. So I'm pretty excited about that. And just been working my butt off on the station. I hope that it's really showing and I hope that you're listening longer and uh, more excited about uh, our lineup. Well, since we last talked... We now have a new king. King Charles is uh, in the saddle himself. And uh, we've, you know, got some things, I think, right off the bat where I think we can identify. One, uh, somehow that is high, more highly regarded, even though it's completely and totally insignificant, than the race for the presidency of the United States, uh, which is uh, coming up on us very, very quickly. Uh, we're going to have, looks like, at this point, a rematch of 2020. Although, given what has happened today, with Donald Trump being liable for $5 million in damages, uh, sort of an at-fault, uh, sort of a guilty, non-guilty verdict, uh, that is uh, going to damage him as uh, he's got a number of other lawsuits that he's got to handle as well. And that's the entire intent of the media is to try and inflict as much damage on him as possible. And then, of course, not prosecute Joe Biden, although the conservative media is doing its very best. You heard Sean Hannity and the like as we get closer and closer to an indictment, maybe possibly, of Hunter Biden and then Devin Archer. I mean, all of the people who are in power in this world, who are running this world, seem to be completely and totally fallible, imperfect creatures, and we're absolutely fascinated by them, yet they have more and more and more control of uh, what's going on uh, in the world, uh, unfortunately. But, I mean, let's at least uh, take some time, as I did uh, this weekend, and we now have Charles III, crowned king on Saturday. And uh, it was, a, a you know, an archaic ritual, 8th century, uh, amidst the backdrop of, uh, of a very modern London. Um, he's, by the way, he's 74, not 73. And, you know, it happened on a satanic high holiday, a, a lunar uh, festival, you know, all this stuff is very contrived, very planned. Uh, he was anointed with holy oil. And then, of course, you have the Archbishop of Canterbury placing the uh, crown of St. Edward uh, Heavy, uh, lies the crowd on uh, Charles III's head. Uh, and that's what was placed on his head uh, on Saturday as I watched, as I'm probably sure many of you watched. Um, we seem to be more fascinated by that than anything else. So there was tens and thousands of people despite all the rain and everything else that was out there in front of the Westminster Abbey and then in that very fascinating Diamond Jubilee stagecoach uh, that they had. And there was lots of protesters, 52 people arrested uh, in all. Uh, but the pomp and circumstance was all there. There was 19 military bands, uh, 4,000 troops, and uh, they were stretched for miles, it seemed like, uh, based upon you know, all the lauding uh, going on by ABC, NBC, CBS, everybody was lauding what was happening there. And you saw the king and, you know, the very unfit Camilla, uh, or Camilla, I guess, is that she's referred, as the fighter jets and the helicopters all kind of stormed over. Uh, and uh, Charles, in this very secular, um, you know, London, modern London, uh, swore to uphold the Church of England. Uh, and the Reverend... Uh, sort of encouraged the king, King Charles, to foster an environment in which people of all faiths and beliefs can live freely. Now, of course, uh, they've had some very interesting times in, in London uh, as of late, a very diverse culture, um, but I think it's going to be harder and harder, and I doubt that there will be another crowning, maybe one more king in the next seven to ten years, 
of uh, Charles the Sun, but I don't see this happening, you know, for the next 100 years. I think the age of the monarchy is quickly coming to an end. So uh, within the Westminster, there was about 2,300 people. Of course, Harry, uh, after his book, uh, and uh, the Duchess of Sussex, uh, <laughs> Megan, uh, did not attend. Uh, Harry did. He was uh, sitting amongst the people uh, and then was not up there with his family, of course, as he has been shunned after his uh, outing uh, that was done in the book uh, that recently came out. So this was the first event of its kind that had happened in over 70 years. In fact, the last time an event happened like this was back in 1953. So I certainly hope that you took the time to watch it because I think, you know, you would be missing history if you did not get a chance to see it. So they're selling shirts and all sorts of stuff. And I'm not into it, but it, it was definitely something that we all used to get together and watch the wedding of Diana or I was all six years old or or any of the things that that happened uh, these are world events where we oftentimes used to gather when we didn't have pay-per-view or could record or go back and look at the news and watch it on the internet later so um again the diversity of london i think that has been you know thrust upon the very holy uh regal and monarchical uh governorship of of, of the uk included Jewish, Muslim, Buddhist, Hindu, Sikhs, and they all greeted him as he left Westminster Abbey, which did not happen back in 1953 when the Queen was. Uh, in fact, not only that, the Queen was the only female there. Uh, now you had female bishops in the church. They took part in the liturgy and the hymns. They were all sung in various other languages, including you know Welsh and and Scottish uh, languages as well, which is also very interesting. And uh, Charles was there uh, swearing an oath to defend the Protestant faith, and he also offered personal prayers in which he promised to be a pluralistic monarch for a diverse society. So you really see all this stuff really divided up, which I think um, should put things in perspective for you if you didn't look at it quite the way that uh, I did. Now, back to the question about a monarchy. It's legitimacy. Do we need it? Why is it there? I mean, this has been around for nearly a thousand years. Nobody votes for it. Uh, most of the young people, especially under the age of 40, don't even think that the monarchy should exist whatsoever. But one of the reasons why it does exist is because we don't have conversations about why they even have a monarchy in the first place. Uh, it just continues to exist in one of the most modern countries that there is. And I think it's time to have that conversation in England, uh, specifically as they have had a very tumultuous uh, uh, sort of rulership over the last uh, uh, few years. So they should, as a serious country, should have a good look at whether or not a monarchy should continue, uh, particularly because of who King Charles is. I mean, look at what type of king he is potentially going to be. In fact, I think many of you, like I, aren't going to be a, very agreeable to Cam Camilla. Even though we don't know very much about England uh, or care very much about it, uh, we will always see Diana as Queen Diana, Princess Diana, which is certainly higher than anything Camilla had. It's just who we are as judgmental people. And uh, you might remember Diana stating that she never wanted to be queen. So she got her wish, of course, but maybe not quite the way that she had wanted to, uh, 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 given the... Uh, her life being cut short back in August of uh, 1998. Now, 
there's a lot of people that don't like King Charles. And his popularity is he's about as popular as Joe Biden, I think, maybe maybe low 40s, mid 40s as much. And I don't know that that really matters all that much. But Charles, for as long as he's been around for the last 60, 70 years and in the public eye, uh, I don't know that he has been very liked. Um, So I think he's going to try and be as much like his mum, if you will, as he possibly can be. Uh, I, I think he has been very combative with, you know, other heads of state. He is, you know, warred against Tony Blair, uh, as you might remember. And, you know, I, I don't know that he is going to be something that is going to be adding to England overall. So I think you're going to start to see all of the uh, rulership or the governorship or the leadership of the uh, monarchy continue to sort of ebb rather than uh, get more strong. So, you know, whatever your opinion of is this uh, and all this, you have, I think, a very um, uh, interesting time for England, an interesting time for the world at the time that this all happens. And I don't know that anybody's really particularly interested. But it's something that's in and out of the way that hasn't happened for 70 years. And I don't know that he has an actual duty uh, other than just being sort of the uh, head of state. And I think at that it is not a duty that is a necessary or implicit to the purpose of england so back after a quick break uh when we return lots of other stuff happened over the weekend uh, especially in texas uh, shootings um you know uh, the with title 42 coming around uh which is going to be released i believe in the next couple of days on thursday uh we'd certainly have to address that um there's a mass shooting at a mall in allen texas where i was just at in dallas uh and just lots of things happening around the world so lots to get here today uh we'll also talk about race and rioting especially what's happening with reaction to the death of a homeless man in a chokehold uh, over the, the, the last uh, week uh, as well. Missed that. And then uh, the Kentucky Derby also happened this weekend. Speaking of our uh, pomp and circumstance, we'll touch upon that in the second hour. Mage uh, pulling that out. Uh, well, the latest on Tucker News. Uh, we'll also get into uh, COVID in the second hour. We're so over it as that runs out also on Thursday uh, at the very same time. And then uh, we'll get in the labor market. Uh, the labor reports have come out. And uh, the latest on the uh, transgender gender uh, front uh, as well as uh, the media starts its uh, push to try and continue with that anthropology and Heimser Bush, all sorts of companies are really suffering uh, from the brunt of that. So back here in just a uh, four minutes right here in the Kiva on AM 1600 KIVA BQ.FM, rockoftalk.com. 